Hello, and welcome back to episode 19 of Frank's World Podcast, the storytelling podcast about nature. I'm so glad you're joining me today as we go through this episode. As always, you can find background articles with more details of the science presented in the episodes at behind-it-science.glitch.me, and you can find the podcast on Instagram at Pod. Enjoy the episode! But first, before we get started, let's do a quick recap of what happened last time. Things have been running a bit smoother ever since Lisa and Frank apologized to each other. They have been very hard at work trying to educate people on ways to help the earth and in the search for a new leader for their team. Last week, they got to learn all about renewable energy and why it's better for the environment than other forms of energy. Okay, here's the episode. A few days had passed since they last met. They needed a sufficient enough break to come back better than ever for their next project. Time was becoming more of the essence, and they wanted to do their very best work. The next Monday, they all came into the office bright and early. They saw each other in the parking lot of the building and walked in together. But when they got into the meeting room, there was oddly a man standing there. Hello? asked Lisa. Are you in the right room, sir? I'm in the right room, he said in a curt, sharp voice. Lisa's eyes widened a little bit in confusion, but she didn't want to keep pressing him. Oh, okay, she replied, clearly timid and not knowing what to do. The whole team just stared at him. I am Agent Tony Hayward, and I have been requested as the leader of this case. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know who you were, she said with a laugh. The man just stared at her coolly. He then told them all to sit down around the table. I have seen the way you guys have been running things on this project, and I'm going to tell you right now that it's all going to change. I have been an agent for 20 years, and I know what I'm doing. Do you understand? They nodded their heads, mostly in fear. So, what are we going to be doing? asked Steve. The next project you are going to be doing is on the topic of deforestation. You will travel around the country to five different locations and deliver a speech about deforestation at different events. Lisa, Frank, and Steve smiled at each other in excitement when they heard this. It would be so fun to get back on the plane again and do some traveling. That's all for this meeting, he said. I will see you tomorrow on the plane at 6 a.m. sharp. That part wasn't so exciting. None of them understood why they had to wake up so early, but they wouldn't dare defy him. And with that, he gave them a nod and left the room. He's interesting, commented Frank when the door shut. Yeah, kind of terrifying, replied Steve. Maybe he's just one of those people that you have to get to know. I see the light in him, said Lisa, optimistically. I mean, he's not horrible. He seems like he knows what he's doing, and that's the main thing we need right that we need right now, Steve said. They all nodded in agreement, but no matter which they which way they tried to sugarcoat the situation, they were all feeling pretty frightened that this was the man they were going to have to answer to. And so the next morning, bright and early, they arrived at the plane. They all sat down in the exact spots they used to when they would ride before. It brought back a lot of good memories for them of their long, sleepy conversations and endless staring out the window. At least this time, it was shorter. Agent Hayward was already on the plane when they arrived, with not an ounce of exhaustion on his face. He stared at them as they came on, and they remained silent. Before giving them any sort of greeting, he started making announcements. The first stop we're going to is Chicago. You are going to be giving a talk about deforestation at a charity event. You will be expected to look dignified and, get a, and give a presentation in front of the guests. This presentation is already made for you, so you don't need to worry about that. The hope is to raise money for the cause. The event is in two days, so you will have some time to prepare. I will be in the audience watching. 
When he finished, their eyes widened and they nodded timidly. This was a strict, strict man, and they didn't know what to think about him at all. The last thing they wanted to do was anger him in any kind of way. He sat down in the back of the plane as it took off. Everyone remained silent for a while. An hour into the trip, Lisa gained the courage to walk over to where he was sitting. Agent Hayward? Hi, I'm Lisa. I just wanted to introduce myself because I don't think I got the chance to do that yet. He gave her a sort of glare that told her that he didn't want her to be there talking to him, but he responded anyways. Hello, Lisa. So, what all have you done here at the FBI? She asked. Uh, I've done various projects over the years. A lot of top secret ones. A lot of ones relating to the environment. That is amazing. You are clearly so knowledgeable about what you're doing. Fairly knowledgeable, yes. So are you excited to go to Chicago? I've heard it's great there. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Uh, Lisa, I've, re I've really got to get back to work now, he replied as he looked at the plane window. Oh, okay. Thanks for chatting with me, she responded. He, l he nodded at her as she turned away to sit back in her seat. Frank and Steve were looking at each other and trying to conceal their laughter throughout the entire the entirety of this awkward conversation. When the plane landed, they all got into taxis into the city that took them to the hotel they were staying at. It was way fancier than they were expecting, and the three of them got, got giddy as they were walking in. Agent Hayward, of course, remained straight-faced. Unfortunately, they didn't know that they were supposed to get super dressed up for this trip until they were on the plane, so, no, so none of them brought anything too fancy. So the rest of that day was spent by them shopping in Chicago trying to find something nice enough to wear at a gala. Frank and Steve chose out something that they wanted pretty quickly, but Lisa had to mull over it for some time. She dragged along Frank and Steve to the various stores she went to, apologizing profusely for taking up so much time. But they assured her that it was fine, that she should find something she truly loved. And then she saw it, the dress of her dreams. It was perfect. Expensive, but perfect. She tried it on and showed it to the two men, asking them what they thought. I look at a lot, Steve said at first. You look beautiful, Frank added in, and he was being honest. He was struck in that moment by how stunning she truly was. She smiled and blushed. Then she put on her other clothes and paid for the dress, and then they left. The next day, they all really wanted to explore Chicago more. They rarely ever had time on their trips to simply enjoy the place without working on some sort of mission, but Steve insisted that they should at least prepare a little bit for their presentation before heading out for the day. Fine, said Lisa. Frank chuckled. They read over the presentation that they were giving. It was a slideshow with tons of information. The slides are so boring looking, Lisa commented. I wish I could make them cuter. Yeah, but it's best we don't change anything. I don't want Agent Hayward to be upset, replied Steve. They nodded in agreement. They split up all the slides for each of them. Frank was starting to get really nervous, but he didn't let it show to anyone. He'd never really done public speaking before, and Lisa and Steve seemed like they would be good at it, so he was going to be the awkward one. He told himself that he would be fine, but he couldn't truly relax until it was all over. When they were done going through everything, they were finally able to go out into the city. They strolled along Michigan Avenue, spent some time at the Art Institute, relaxed on the lakefront, and ate a Chicago-style hot dog. It was a great day, but they decided to head to bed early that night so that they could get plenty of sleep before their speech the following day. When the time finally came, they got dressed up in their clothes and went out into the hall to meet each other. Lisa looked gorgeous in her dress, especially now that her hair and makeup were done nicely, but Frank still couldn't get the image of her out of his head from when she first tried it on. They went down to the gala, which was conveniently held in their hotel. They found Agent Hayward waiting in the hallway. 
You are late, he said when they arrived. By a minute, Steve replied. He glared at them. Then they walked in, smiling at all the guests who were looking up at them as they went to the podium. A large screen sat behind them, where the first slide of the presentation was ready for them. A clicker to control the slides and a script was sitting there for them. They went through the slides, informing the audience about the causes of deforestation, being agriculture, lumber, and urbanization, and the effects being habitat loss, soil erosion, decreased water quality, and global warming due to the loss of trees which absorbed carbon dioxide. Lastly, they discussed the necessity of restoration projects and policy that blocks companies and industries from excessively destroying forests. The audience clapped as they finished. They looked out to see Agent Hayward in the crowd, clapping with everyone else, but they couldn't gauge his true reaction. They gave one last smile to the crowd and headed out through the doors. Frank felt relieved. It didn't go perfectly, but it could have been a lot worse. A few minutes later, Agent Hayward came out to meet them. Some refinements need to be made, he said as the team held their breath, but good job today. We're already starting to get some donations. They cheered and hugged each other. The faintest smile appeared on Hayward's face. We're leaving tonight for Boston. Be ready in an hour. Your next presentation is tomorrow night, he said, and then walked away. They sighed at the thought of having to get packed and ready within an hour, and then they walked back to their room slowly. The next city they went to was Boston, and then Philadelphia, and then New York, and then Seattle. Each time they followed the same schedule, they would do their presentation, then almost immediately get on their next flight to the next city, sleep, spend a little bit of time in the city or just preparing, and then give their presentation again. It was honestly starting to get a little bit boring. The galas they were going to were all the same, and the presentation they had to read off from was so boring, but Agent Hayward insisted that this was the best, me- the best method, and so that's what they did. Finally, after they went to all their cities, they were able to return home. They had some time then to rest and rejuvenate. Frank didn't do a lot of that, though. He had an idea come into his mind on the plane ride home, and he got to work on it the very next day. He liked the concept of the galas, but he wanted to do more, and he wanted to make it more accessible to people other than rich people. He coded a website all by himself without even letting the other teammates know. It was just kind of like the other ones, simple, readable, and very helpful. It provided lots of information about deforestation and what people can do to help. He was so proud of the work he did when he uploaded the website onto the internet. The next day, he asked Lisa and Steve to come a little bit earlier than their designated meeting time so that he could talk to them about it. Why would you do that? replied Lisa in an angry and almost nervous tone when he finished telling them. This surprised him as he was expecting the opposite reaction. Well, it's just... We've been going around to all these rich people galas and stuff, but that's not who that's not true to who we are as a team. We make accessible information for everyone, not just the ultra rich. I just wanted to do a little something extra, he responded defensively. Frank, you probably shouldn't have done that. If Agent Hayward finds out, he's gonna be furious. He's scary enough as it is, and we haven't even seen the angry side of him, said Steve. So you guys are mad at me? asked Frank, scoffing. No, Frank, I'm not mad at you. I just wish you would ask this first, said Lisa. Sorry, he replied. I won't do that again. But as he was saying that, Steve gave him a slight slight shove and looked towards the door. There, Agent Hayward was standing and watching them. Lisa's eyes shifted. Hey, Agent Hayward, it's good to see you, she said, hoping desperately that he had just walked in and that he hadn't heard any of their conversation. But he walked in the room, stern-faced, and didn't say anything for a few seconds, which told him that he definitely had. So you went behind my back. 
were the first words that came out of his mouth. Frank paused. I'm sorry. I really am sorry, but I just thought that... You just thought? You just thought. Listen, I know you've been doing whatever you want on this team for some time now, but as I said before, that is going to change now that I'm here. What I say goes. I already have detailed plans for exactly how this is going to work. If you want to do this right, you will obey me. Frank wanted to argue with him, but he knew it was a bad idea. It won't happen again, he said meagerly. Good. Splendid. Let's begin then. That's the end of the episode for this week. I hope you enjoyed it, and stay tuned to see what's going to end up happening. New episodes get released every other Sunday. Thank you for listening.